Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Does the jingle get old? You think people are hearing, it's my point of view. Because people do say, sing it to me at cons and things like that. It's probably comforting. Maybe. Or maybe it's annoying if you're like, oh my God, he made his own jingle. How cheesy. No, I have a, a lot of podcasts have jingles. Do that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You're listening to Inside of You <laughs> with Michael Rosenbaum. Thank you for joining us. Um, Ryan, welcome. Hi. You look handsome today. Thank you. Good beard length. Thank you. I'm going to the premiere it's for stringy. Guardians tonight. Should I? Is this beard okay? Is this enough? It's not too big. No, it's not big at all. Okay, good. No. No, and I shaved my neck, so it's not real hairy in the Hendersons. No, and it's, right. it's clean. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and you're enjoying it, uh, patreon.com slash inside of you. Become a patron. Thank you. I will message you after. A lot of perks and fun things, different tiers. Uh, the Inside of You online store has tons of Smallville stuff. Signed by me, Funko Pops, Inside of You tumblers, all that stuff. Um, that's that. I'll be in Wales. Doing a con early May. Then I'll be in Virginia Beach, Tidewater, uh, the Tidewater con, I believe. So get out there and see me. Say hello. It'll be fun. Wales, I'll be with Kristen Crook, my good buddy, Kristen Crook. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. I haven't been to Wales. I would like to go. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's fun. Yeah. But I'm usually there just to sign and see all the fans and mm-hmm. then, then I fuck off. Read some big words. Yeah. <laughs> English people just sound so much smarter no matter what they're saying. <laughs> Like I go, yeah, I just went to the Canyon store. Like, <laughs> what an idiot. But it's like, yeah, I just went over to the Canyon store. Yes, yeah, popped down the shop. Yeah, popped down to the shop and yeah. I got myself, you know, a, went out a, a pint. A bo- yeah. bottle of water. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Water. Water. <laughs> water. <laughs> if you're English, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you for listening. Taryn Killam is on the show. If you don't know him, listen. This guy, he's so funny. He's so easy to talk to. Some guests come on, I'm like, I wish I was this guy's friend. I want him to call me a friend. You know, I want to hang out with him. He's just a great guy and has a lot of cool stories and a lot of things to say. So I think you're going to really enjoy this. Um, And that's what I like about this podcast. Sometimes you're you're listening to folks you don't know. You might not know him, but I think you're going to like him a a hell of a lot after. Didn't you like him? I liked him. He was great. I know you liked him. I was looking forward to this one. I mean, I I, found out about him on SNL as a lot of people did. And he's just he's just a great performer. He's great, just a funny man, funny, funny guy. Did uh, King George and Hamilton too? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he can sing. Yeah, that boy can sing. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. The handles are at Inside of You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and Twitter is at Inside of You. Wait, no, Wait, I fucked that up. <laughs> at Inside of You Pod on Twitter, at Inside of You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you. There we go. Thank you, Ryan. Done. What would I do? Write a review if you like the podcast. Truly helps the podcast. And uh, let's just get into it, man. We don't talk too much. Maybe a few minutes at the start, but uh, you probably fast forwarded. Let's get inside of Taryn Killam. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside. 
Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. Every yeah. actor and their mother wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> a lot of these guys are way more famous than me. Sure. A smart so, list pops up. Sm- and yeah. Then, yeah it's yeah, called yeah, smart. Yeah. Uh, smart list. Yeah. Smart list. Right. And they, and yeah. they, you know, it's like they're all stars and especially J- Bateman. For sure. So for sure. And who they, they know everybody. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they yeah. can get the biggest guests <laughs> and know. it's just like, uh, but you know, it, it slowly, but surely I got some traction and then I got really, it's loyal fans, loyal yeah. listeners from the beginning. And then it builds and it's like, all right, now it's, it's really worth doing. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, it's, I can't believe I'm doing it three years. I've interviewed like over 220 wow. people. Incredible. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Now you're making me kind of feel weird. It's I hope crazy. good. I hope, I hope only proud. It's of... I'm proud. It's just a direction I never thought I'd go in. I, you know, yeah, I was yeah. I was doing a show and uh I was the lead in it, and I was, you know, and then all of a sudden, uh I was like, you know what, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like going, do I still want to do it? Maybe, maybe I do. It's just, I've been going through that. Yeah. But I like doing this. I like playing music. I mean, you're 40. But, yes, sir. What were you going to say? You're going to say something. Well, just uh, you, your voiceover career alone is prolific, in my opinion. You know what's funny about that? It's it's the hardest little click to get into. And you've done a lot of voiceover work as well. Some. Yeah, I feel I'm on the outskirts, but I, I love it. I love it. And it's hard It's hard to get into. What would happen is once my career started taking off with live action stuff, and yeah, I started yeah. doing like Smallville and movies and things, I kind of just didn't have time, and they forgot me. For the beginning really? of Smallville, I got more stuff like yeah, docu- yeah, yeah. you know, documentaries or things like that and, and video games. And as of about five years ago, it just sort of stopped. Interesting. I still have to audition. Oh, it never yeah, works. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've auditioned for some big movies. Ryan's helped me put on. Yeah. I've been very close. Ryan, <laughs> we've been very close. Nearly there. Nearly there. Yeah, that was a lot of work for no reward. No reward. <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> there was no reward for you for no, me. no reward yeah. for me uh it was it was upsetting and then we had another one remember the uh the batman series yeah you know uh it was uh they were doing a new <clears throat> sorry peter brady they i were, like it they were doing no a new- you're great peter we all want to <laughs> come to your party no uh but um what was i saying uh the batman oh yeah is that the for that one no it was uh jj abrams and bruce tim who created justice league no yeah it got it got just axed but uh you know i remember going you know call back with him and everybody and uh you know i think my batman was really good yeah i think i nailed that i think they were really happy with batman yeah but the bruce wayne i don't think they were happy with i could tell i was like okay Listen to me, Taryn. Oh, yeah, what yeah. What I want to tell you right now I is like that. This. And that was fine. That's hot. And then I was like, okay, look, man. <laughs> and they're like, no. no. Then it is too, too detached. Two voices. Too. Too, it was too, well, I, I did some stuff. But we're, I mean, R.I.P. Kevin. Kevin Conroy. Uh, just well, he's the best of all. Yeah. God, yeah. And um, that hurt. That one hurt. Yeah. It was a shock, man. It was a yeah. shock because I didn't know how sick Kevin Conroy was for a while, though. I think, yeah, for he a had long, stomach cancer. His I think. niece was in uh, Groundlings with me, and there was <laughs> of all the fun people who'd come by and see a show. The most giddy I got was getting to meet Kevin. Really, Just you got this? Yes. Oh well, God! Hold on a second. He's excited because yeah. the, the jacuzzi guy's here. Oh, not, me, a, now a I'm excited. Yeah, now hey, 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 hey! <laughs> 
Hey, hey, God! Ninety-eight degrees, please. <laughs> you just jumped into Will. Not Ferrell just a good bit. Hey, hi, everybody! Get off the shed! Yeah, that one. Get off the shed! It's <laughs> the best. Um, have you had a lot of success? Have you been? How do you deal with rejection? First of all, um, have you always dealt with it the same way, or was early on it was tough, tough, and then you kind of got used to it? I find it harder now, or or I uh, or I think, I think maybe in my thirties. It wore on me because I, 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 I've I been auditioning on and off since I was about five years old for a long time. And I easily, easily made it to like 25 years. I made it 20 years going like, yeah, that's part of it. Sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't. No big deal. And now and as time is fleeting and <laughs> the sand drips through the hourglass, you're like, is this worth my time? And to put because like pretty early on, I cut out commercials. I, I found that pretty futile. I was like, I can't drive across town at 4 p.m. in the afternoon to sit in a room with 20 people who look, you know, ish like me yeah. to, you know, to go like, ah, <laughs> one, more time, one, one more time, one more time. Simon? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Taryn. Okay, thanks so much. <laughs> I get that. But you know, what's funny is. When I was auditioning for commercials, I had these fangs because I, I finally got them fixed. I got a retainer. Oh, okay. But I had these fangs and long hair, and I was like an awkward – I was like in my early you know, 20s in New York. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see me on camera. Really? Yeah, just no one wanted to see me on camera. I guess I was like, oh, my gosh, so I did a lot of voiceovers. Okay, not where I thought you were going to go with that. I thought you were going to be like every chips or soda commercial was mine. Just because like a distinct look and long hair and <laughs> I think but the, that's interesting. I think the first thing I got was bite the burst, only burst gum, freshened your mouth, something awesome. like I think it was burst or like awesome. Trojan condoms. Yeah, you know? I, I hear that. I mean, I, know that. I don't know. I think I did a bunch of that stuff. <laughs> that's and, great. But I was like doing a lot. I couldn't believe it. It's like, you know. That I never thought I'd be doing voiceovers. And yeah. I was doing off Broadway, not making any money, and doing whatever I could. I know you've done Broadway, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. It was. I yeah. I don't know. You still don't really I, know I, how, but it was. That was the best. It was just. It felt like a contest winner. All right, we're gonna get into that. But sure. go back to rejection. Great. Um, <laughs> I got a rejection. I got a rejection story that that ties directly to you, kind of. Okay. Um. And, and it really also is, it's the, it's the like fork in the road moment where I went from like actor pilot season act, you know, traditional street, you know, to comedian in the last thing that I tested for before I got Matt TV was Smallville. No. I went to the studio for Pete. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was also rep by Tolan Robbins for management wow so like they were heavily involved in that obviously and 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 went there and then yeah they and then they changed changed the casting dynamic for those roles yeah for, um but yeah so like that was i you know that's I was, crazy small world we could have been working together yeah we could have had seven years together i know i know actually pete left i think after two or three years okay they let him go had enough yeah, yeah. well i think that the character i didn't think they were going anywhere with the character sure or, you can only go like oh my god clark what if somebody finds out so many times <laughs> yeah that's kind of, we, we we make fun but we don't because with sam yeah. jones who played pete was was great and we love him but uh there's an episode in season one because we're doing a rewatch show oh, tom fun. and i yeah, yeah yeah and we watch him and we critique him but there's a scene where he sees a dead body fall out of a closet yeah he's like 
And his response, for some reason, was, damn, who's that? <laughs> and I was like, what? Damn, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what you do when a body falls out. That's what I didn't do in the audition. <laughs> that's what and you did And that's why do. I was rejected. Oh, yeah. bastards. And then that rejection, yeah, led to... Uh, something I thought I'd immediately get rejected for, which was like a sketch show, because, again, I was like a funny, smart ass class clown kind of guy, but no improv stand up training at that point. Right. But just auditioned for Mad. And then that sent me down. a. a Were you surprised when you what, what was your audition process like for Mad TV? Pretty epic. Um, Nicole Garcia was casting and like. I did a pre-read for her and it was like just raw energy. And, and, and thankfully she was like, I like when you do this, you don't need to do that. And so she kind of gave me an edited version. Like she helped me shape it a bit, came in for producers that worked, came in for a producer workshop where a bunch of people were there and they like did chemistry stuff, put people together and mix and match. Were you improvising too? Not really. No, that's, no. that wasn't part of it. They gave you a script from a sketch that they had done to see, um, they just basically wanted to see your characters, your impressions, and then they gave you a script to see how, how you could act basically. I think, you know, like, right. can you be the straight person in a sketch and, and can you, you know, are you good in front of camera kind of thing? Was and this the first it? season or when did you come on? No, seven season seven, seven was my first and you were and only you worked season. with Bobby Lee, of course, got hired with Bobby. Yeah. He got hired season seven. Yes. Was he a nervous wreck? He was great. He was funny. I, I mean, he's one of my my favorite people. Yeah. He's been on the podcast three or four times. He's- yeah, he and I, like that chemistry, that's where I first met him. And yeah, he was high end. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited? Are you gonna do it? Yeah. They're gonna fire me. They're gonna they fire me. Fire. No, no fire. my favorite, like my favorite Bobby Lee story through that because like he and I kind of were the only two that tested at network together. They ended up hiring two other performers that year, but but Bobby was the only one there with me then and it was at fox and this is when the fox tv building had arcade machines in the lobby oh, do you remember this yeah. like they had the alien one so bobby and i hung out after the test and just played video games for like 30 minutes <laughs> just because they're like this is cool and they were walking past yeah, you know and these they're, guys they're are still here holding up the sides to their face to kind oh of not make eye contact but no i i then randomly ran into bobby a week or two later after i found out i got the job but didn't know who else did and he was coming out of Virgin Mega Store. R.I.P. Oh, I miss Virgin. Uh, me too. I mean, you are. Yeah, this would be prime. Oh, it's right God, there in the, the corner. The best yeah. hang. The oh, best. Loved hang. a good hang. Love yeah, Virgin Virgin Mega Store. Um, and I saw him coming out. He's like, I was like, Hey, man. Hey, I I, I got it. Did you get it? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. Have you used it to get laid? <laughs> is that what he said? The yes. first thing, of course. Yes. That and is I was like, brilliant. No. <laughs> Inside of you is brought to you by Shopify. You know I use Shopify. You guys go on the, you know, inside of you online store and you see how easy it is to navigate for you. It's so amazing. Shopify, I can't think of anyone else that would do this uh, the right way like Shopify does. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. It's so easy to navigate. And when you want to add discounts, like for instance, I just had a discount where I put uh, Michael 15 and that was my discount code. How much of a percent? 15% off the total order. Easy. 
adding products. It's so easy. You put a picture, you just upload a picture, you put a description. It's, it, it does everything for you. And the analytics are so easy to use. Uh, this is the most selling product. Oh, I should get more of those. This is the least selling product. This is how much I made for this month compared to last year or last month. It's so easy to navigate. I feel like a pro and Shopify has really helped me do that. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash inside. Inside of you is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And look, hair thinning impacts a lot of us, myself included. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol helps support hair growth from within by targeting possible key root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and even metabolism. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp as menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many possible root causes at play and Nutrafol helps address them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical study, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific possible root causes. With Nutrafol, getting help building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription or doctor's visits required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. You could see results in three to six months. Take the first step to help you see visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code INSIDE. Find out why 4,500 professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code INSIDE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code INSIDE. 
Who no. was uh, Matt TV? I'll ask you this about SNL too. But yeah, the one person who made you laugh the most. I mean, let's say they're for look. They're all funny. Mm-hmm. They're all great. You love them, but the one person who just cracked you up, made- Sasso. Yeah, yeah, will? always will, and will also like Sasso and Mo Collins. I, they're all great, but 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 Sasso and Mo, and then and then Sasso specifically, just because like there was the least amount of age gap between me and him and every other cast member. And, um, it was the year that tenacious D's album had come out. Oh, so yeah. like, I'm just a ball of nerves and like feeling undeserving unworthy. Like, what am I doing here? I'm a fraud. And we'd hang out in his dressing room and he'd play the songs on guitar and we'd sing. Jack tenacious Black D's would play the songs. Yeah. I, I, Jack Black did come. <laughs> did he? He performed, they performed tenacious D performed that year. And it's, Maybe the most embarrassing, uh, most embarrassed I've ever felt. Why? I was 19. So excited. That album was everything there. They had a little stage for the music guests and they had to put like temporary chairs. I asked the producers, can I sit in those chairs? And they're like, Taryn, you're, you're on the show. You don't. And I was like, I want to sit front row. And they're like, sure. Um, I did like, this is embarrassing. And I haven't really ever admitted this in public before. I think, but they played rock your socks off. Yeah. And I thought I was being so clever and funny that during the performance, I slipped my shoes off and took off my socks so that when the song ended, I threw my socks on stage. Like they'd rocked my socks off. I, I don't think, I think that's funny. It was okay. And Jack, of course, cause he's a genius was like, it worked, but <laughs> that's a good impression. The, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, um, <laughs> um, and, and so then Mike Hitchcock, who was writing on the show at the time and was also very kind to me was, I was like, I love it. He's like, well, come meet them. They're great. They're nice. And I go in. Jack's sitting on the floor, like uh, cross-legged, like signing vinyls. And then Kyle Gass is there sitting on the couch talking to some friend, their managers in there. And Mike comes in and goes, hey, Jack, how are you? And they know each other a little bit. And Jack's like, good to see you, buddy. How you doing? And like, this is Taryn. He's so excited to meet you. He's a huge fan. He's our newest cast member. He's only 19. Jack's like, 19, when I was your age, you know? And we're like, yeah, wow. <laughs> And they get to talking about things that, you know, the mutual acquaintances. And I kind of sit down on this little couch. And Mike, and they're here talking. And then Dave Grohl walks in. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shh. And Dave had played drums on their album. So he was playing drums for them at the show. And Good I'm sitting Lord. on the couch and I'm just like, this is the drummer for Nirvana. I'm looking at the drummer for Nirvana. This is Foo Fighters, but this is the drummer of Nirvana. And they're talking everybody says hi. And I'm just like so starstruck. And in that time, I think Hitchcock had said goodbye and left the room. And so I'm still there without kind of my host guardian. And But I just want to watch all of it because I am kind of a fly on the wall. And Grohl sits next to me on this couch and he's catching up with their manager and their other friends and Kyle and he and I'm just sitting there and Dave Grohl goes, yeah, yeah, we're out at my place in Virginia. You know, it's great. You just got a lot of space and we do these barbecues and like the beef is so good there. We get these huge steaks and he can kind of tell that I'm like eavesdropping. <laughs> so he, he looks over and like very kindly includes me and he's like, you know, like huge steaks. And I was like, uh, oh, wouldn't know. Wasn't invited. <laughs> already hating myself and he's like oh man well maybe maybe next time i said i'm not i promise you i am not exaggerating any of this You're trying to fit it's in all, trying to i'm we do that desperate to be approved of course. And, and 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 acknowledged and he already did too and i just was not cool enough to be like oh that's nice you man you know i'm like 
he goes, oh, well, maybe next time I go, oh, thanks, but I'm um, not allowed in the state of Virginia. <laughs> and he goes, really? Why is that? And I said, oh, well, I'm not uh, legally allowed to say, let's let's just say it has something to do with sodomy and cows. Like, just the most base, dumb, moronic, <laughs> trying to be funny, grotesque, like 19-year-old bro, dumb. Thinking they're going to love you after this. No, I, I, no, I'm in the moment I'm going like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up stop stop shut up and at that horrible whatever lame thing he's like all right man and his body kind of shifts you know and like now i'm stuck on the couch now i'm even more frozen for some reason you think then i would like run out of there crying but i'm even more frozen michael mcdonald walks in stop it michael mcdonald not not uh what a fool believes but michael mcdonald from matt tv oh like i Stewart. was thinking I know. he came what from a, somewhere what, yeah. back in a long ago yeah. hey that dave where how was the barbecue <laughs> Said a fool i was in. fucking cow so i wasn't gave a go like, wasn't michael invited. mcdonald made the same joke yeah um now mike mcdonald was on the show um who I think they'd sent in to recruit Jack to maybe be in a sketch as well as perform music. <laughs> and he's like, hi, Jack. Hey, great to see you. I'm so happy to have you. So excited. Wondering if you. And as he's talking, he makes eye contact with me and he pauses and he goes, what's Taryn doing here? Like that. And the room goes silent and everybody looks over at me and Jack goes, yeah, you can kind of tell he's not with the band. <laughs> and everybody laughs. Oh, my God. And at God. that, I go, <laughs> sorry, God. And I stand and I walk out of the room and just was like, were you, were just you idiot. Blushing? Uh, so hot. So hot all over like my body. It. You and blew then, it. And then like went, you know, Bobby and I, that first year, we didn't even have like a real dressing room. We were just in like a two banger trailer in an alleyway, uh, you know? And yeah, so like I, I went there and I just like sat and just was like, what is wrong with you? Why couldn't you just be cool <laughs> and nice and shut up? It's not in our nature. I do the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I remember I had done a movie and John Cusack was in it and I was at the Lakers game and it's like the chairman's room, you know, oh, the yeah, chairman's yeah, yeah. Oh, room sure. at halftime. Yes. And I'm standing there having a drink and Sandra Bullock walks over to me and she goes, oh my God, you are hilarious. And I'm like, she couldn't have seen sorority boys. That tanked. <laughs> that tanked. And she goes, and I go, well, uh, thank you. She goes, Cribs. <gasps> on MTV. I go, oh, How you were so wonderful. just naturally funny. I just loved you on that. And I go, oh my God, thank you so much. And then I'm talking to her and Kusek comes by and he starts talking. He goes, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just standing there and I'm like, I'm still a little star truck, starstruck. Yeah, of course. And I go, hey, we did Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil together. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. And he just kind of like goes, oh, yeah, man, cool. I go, yeah, dude, uh, you were great. You're great in that. I just couldn't keep my mouth That's shut. Nice. I was, That's but nice. But I was nice. excited. He saw the nervous energy. Sure, yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. changed the dynamic. Of course. I felt out of place. And he turned to Sandra. And they just yeah. started talking. And I felt like all of a sudden I disappeared. I was standing there. I was listening. But I, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and I walked away. Has that, do you feel you've ever been the John in that situation? Because because that's what I, I want to do. The cool guy who the yeah, other guy, who's sure, like you feel it and you sure. have to shift out of it. Yeah, like no, I like uh, I I well I, I'm not that I'm cool, but I've been talking to some other somebody who uh -huh. who was in the industry that I knew that I was talking to, and yeah. someone just comes up comes up and goes, hey, and you're just like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm trying to be nice, yes. and they just like just like 
yeah and it just it's just kind of awkward yeah and i don't know what to do mm-hmm. so i get it but i'm like i worked with you dumbass it's, it's in my nature to then make that person the most comfortable that's what i try to do too i try to go oh cool yeah are you are cool. you, are you yeah. i try to ask him a what couple you, questions what is up with you yeah <laughs> tell me everything yeah. hold on george Clooney. <laughs> yeah but we don't want to talk to them yeah yeah yeah. we, yeah, we yeah. pretend we do yeah I, well yes for sure it, <laughs> i yes. mean it's not I like we don't know them. That. it'd be like Definitely. anybody yeah <laughs> but i don't yeah but but it's not true no 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 i think you're right i think you're like Listen, gun to my head, do it. It's like, yeah, no, I'd like to talk to this person that I no. know and uncomfortable with yeah. or whatever, have shared more shared experience with. But that is always drowned out by I don't want anybody to feel bad. Yeah. I, I always feel like that too. I yeah. never want people to feel embarrassed or yes. nervous. Less or, than I, I'm really or, good. I'm yes. really good at that. Yeah, I, yeah, really yeah. gauging that. And you know, my mother is terrible about sensing yeah. a room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she'll, <laughs> she'll go into a room and won't know when to shut the f up. Yeah. And people will be like, "Oh my god!" Where I'm like going, if I I could tell if I say something, they're like, "I'm like, I'm like, hey, all right, I'm out, I'm yeah. out," or, or or I just. I, I, you gotta know when to stop. Yeah. You know, totally. Um, but a lot of people don't, a lot yeah. of people just, they don't know when that. And in some ways that's an asset, I think. Yeah. I think it is. It's too. like, it's not ignorance is bliss, but ignorance is power in some ways, you know yeah. what I mean? Cause you'll stop when you've achieved what you need Yeah, at the, you know, and it's not even at the expense of anything else. Cause you're not even aware that someone else is being expended maybe it's a gift yeah it's a gift maybe to go and not feel the embarrassment yes say i don't give a shit maybe those are the people who really make it yeah i'm knocking on that door i'm saying hello to this guy i don't give a shit i'm gonna be memorable and no matter how much of an ass you appear to be you don't give a shit i'm absent of shame yeah do you get embarrassed easily no not no no not anymore not after that not after that tenacious d conversation (laughs) i i get embarrassed um it's usually intelligence wise Oh yeah. If somebody asks something or they say, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know the answer or I'm just, I went blank. I'm just like, oh my God, I should know that. How are you that stupid? Uh, interesting. So there was a it's from mo- childhood. It's from childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I understand that. But I, I would, I like watching people. I like observing people and like early on in my twenties or something, uh, I couldn't even tell you who it was, but like, I was like, yeah, you know, cause then that thing. And someone was like, I don't know what that is. And the power of that, of like, wait, I have the knowledge, but you're making me feel wrong for referencing something. That's incredible <laughs> that I I took that on. So in those instances of like, you know, like blah, 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 blah. I haven't read that. I don't know. It, like there's such a confident power. There is just a power like, to say, yeah, in honesty. Call me an idiot. It's just honesty. Yeah, exactly. If like, don't know it yet. It happened uh, two nights ago. I had Did a horror it? movie night and I had friends over. And yeah. this is kind of a funny analogy or uh, example. But uh, we're sitting there and somebody goes, you know, the glory hole. And I go, yeah, what is a glory hole? Oh, and they like go Rosenbaum. Shut up. You know what a glory hole is? I go, is it the vagina? It's like the glory hole. Okay. You're in in the glory hole. Yeah. And they're like, no, everybody was like stunned. They couldn't believe. And I I get it. But I was like, I never, I never got it. And he goes, well, you. There's this horror movie called Glorious, and in the movie, there's a, a bathroom stall, and there's a hole in it. And I, I go, I watched it. They go, yeah, that's a glory hole. And I go, oh, 
I'm surprised. You guys it, knew what a glory hole was. We did. So like in yeah, See, in an felt, effort I, of honesty, I felt dumb. I was I am surprised, but then at the same time, isn't it interesting that you need to feel bad for not knowing what a horrible thing that is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'm most frustrated uh, 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 about anything <laughs> is that they, it was called glorious and not gory hole. <laughs> Yeah, for a horror movie, that's what it should have been I'm called. I'm supposed to know that glorious con- connects to glory hole. Thank you. When there is a, a, a Academy Award winning movie called Glory that I promise you has very little to do with glory holes. war, I believe. Uh, 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 civil, I think. Oh, one of them, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, oh, this is great. God. Um, you anyway, do, let's you- pitch glory hole. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp? When you don't have therapy. Oh, the weeks where I miss a session? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's like the more you talk about something, even if you don't think you have anything to talk about, things come up and it puts your mind at ease. And we all carry around different stressors, you know, big and small. And at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash inside. Inside of you is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you want to save money, listen up. <laughs> I don't know how, how to tell you this other than f- this really works. Ryan went through this. Mm-hmm. We have so many unwanted subscriptions that we forget we have. And, uh, you know, there's so many apps nowadays that we just get lost. And, you know, I'm not very app savvy. And, you know, I'll watch a streamer and then the next thing I know, I forget that I just watched one show and I'm still subscribed to this after six months with Rocket Money. They take care of you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. What do you say? Did you know that nearly 75 percent and end at? Did you know? That nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? Yeah, I'm one of those people, Ryan. And between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it's never ending. Thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I could see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. I love the dashboard and how it shows me this month's spending compared to last month. I like doing that. 
uh, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's simply astonishing. Saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash inside. That's rocketmoney.com slash inside. Rocketmoney.com slash inside. You do impressions. Yes, sir. How many impressions do you have that you can bam? Less, less and less because I don't, I don't like, I don't consider myself an impressionist. Like I like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm a copycat. I'm a mimic. I'm a mimic. I can yeah. hear something and replicate I can kind of it. do that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the skill set of like finding a hook or finding, uh, what makes that person funny kind of thing. Like, like, that has is an earned skill, I guess. But otherwise, I'm just like, eh, just make noises. It's not that big a deal, you know. Um, off, you know, I could if you like, I could do ten probably like that. I go like, like what's name some that you're really great. Jack at? Black. People love my. That, Jack we Black. just saw the Jack Black. <laughs> we love that. Who else? Um, Christoph Waltz. I like doing that. Oh. That was like, hello. It's very good to be here, Michael, on your podcast that you are doing because you are very knowledgeable. Yes, I am going to um, learn that. That yeah, is great. It's a fun one. That's a fun. Would one. you smile? It's sort of through the job. Through the job, Michael. It's so great. To it's see. like a roller coaster. Like a roller where coaster. You slowly go up and then you are falling down. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know what I used to do is like uh, X gets a square. Yeah, Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. What, hey, Charlotte. I know see? him from Charlotte. Nailed yeah, Charlotte's it. Web. Yeah. Charlotte, it says scrumptious. <laughs> I don't know if we could say this. Did I say this on the air before? When uh, somebody told me that uh, a kid was running down, up and down the aisle, first class in a plane. And Paul Lynn finally gets up and turns to the kid's mother and goes, if your son comes running by me again, I'm going to fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what he said. Supposedly, it's not. I think you can keep that. That's what he said. It was a different time. Different time. Um, Who else? Um, I really like doing Brad Pitt. And it's. You do ones that no one does. That's always what I tried to do. And and it it comes from wanting to be him. And there's this scene in Seven where he and Morgan Freeman are at the bar. And he goes, you know, I don't think you're quitting because you believe that. I think you want to believe that because you're quitting. You want me to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucked. The world is fucked. We shall go live in a fucking log cabin. But I don't agree with you. I do not. Thanks for the beer. But. You know what's amazing? If you look at you, you see the I really, twi- the ticks. I, I yeah, can yeah, yeah. see it. Yeah. The way he does that. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. So mine very quickly became this. And the comes from 12 monkeys, which is like, you want to escape that scene. That's very sane. Monkey. Monkey. 
get out of my chair. Ah! And he does like a lot <laughs> oh of that. God. But I mean, I just love, I just love does, it. Does He's Co- my movie star. He's like my number yeah, one movie star. I love star. Brad Pitt. Yes. Does Kobe, uh, your wife, your lovely wife, mm-hmm. who's on Smallville. I know. That's another thing where I'm like, oh, maybe we, we were always supposed to meet because if I'd gotten Pete, then we would have met shooting in Vancouver. You know, yeah, we do that happened game, anyway. But, yeah, yeah. but um, does she love when you do impressions? Um, I don't think she cares. <laughs> Which one does she like if she had to do? What does she like? Uh, you know, her support of me is like omnipresent. Like I never don't feel supported, loved or appreciated. Whatever you do. But she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she love you even does she, or does she pretend well when you've done something where you know it wasn't funny, where it bombed? It's like yes. you're not funny and she's honest with she, you. No, she doesn't do that. Like maybe maybe like I'm like, OK, tell, give me feedback. She'll be like, I love it. You're great. You know, like she's that she's so she supportive. wouldn't be like the, she wouldn't like tell you if you weren't good. Yeah. She'd be like, uh, no, no, yeah. What if you're pitching something instead of it's already on screen? She she is. I don't know that I would do that for an impression, but she's certainly like the first person I take ideas for script shows. Things, she's a great actress. yeah, like, and and I do think she's very discerning and very helpful with that. Um, but no, she is she, yeah, she she's like thumbs up on all things except my football passion. She's the Rams. Like, yeah, you she's love like, the Rams. Love the Rams. You were happy last year. I was the most happy one last year, and now not I'm this year. not quite last place happy. I think there's a. I think the Patriot fans. Mm. Sorry if you're Patriot fans. By the way, the Giants beat them both in both those Super Bowls. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> they, look, they're one of the best franchises ever. Uh, Tom Brady's the best quarterback in history, but I think that. It, no one wants to see the winners keep winning. I'm mm. always the one that if you pick me on a, on a softball team mm-hmm. or a f- flag football team, or I want to be the underdogs. I want to come back and beat mm-hmm. you, or at least I don't want to be the ones that like are always winning. Mm. I don't. So it's almost like you guys won. Have a few losing seasons. Yeah, I I have to <laughs> subscribe to that. Your mom, complete okay. change. Here we go. Oh shit! How did I offend mother, you? <laughs> We're going to get back to impressions okay. and stuff, but because uh, I want to know more of the impressions. But okay. I, I just, I read this, and if it's true, I love it. She toured with Charlie Daniels, man. She was a backup singer for Come Charlie Daniels on, on so tour. If I, yeah. so you, do you know a lot of their songs? Not a ton. Devil went down to Georgia. Okay. And, if I yeah. said the line, Granny she does goes, your dog bite, no child, no. Okay. That's what he says. Did you know that? No. Granny does your dog, no, granny does does your dog, dog bite, bite, no child, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granny okay. Granny does your dog bite. No. I listened to that part of the song 60 times yes. on a cassette tape to hear what they were saying. I love those kinds of things. I love what the hell did they just say and then it lasts forever. Like, hush, hush, eye to eye. Like, hush, she hush. Too, shy, shy, hush, hush, eye to eye. It could be. Anything. I didn't know that, but um, <laughs> this is the biggest one, and I only discovered it in the last couple of years, like maybe during the pandemic. Love Actually. I don't know if you're a fan. I find it. Divi- I love it. I love the love movie. Actually, the love. The movie. Okay, what song? Uh, not a song. Oh. A line of dialogue. Emma Thompson confronting Alan Rickman, and she goes, "What would you do if you were in my situation?" And he goes, "What situation is that?" And she goes. What if you found out that your neck husband had purchased a gold necklace and on come Christmas given it to somebody else and she like calls him out and then he would always go oh sorry. like that like you can't hear what he's saying really and he's saying I'm so in the wrong I'm so in the wrong I'm but so in the wrong. I'm so in the wrong <laughs> and she's like I've been an absolute fool yes you made the life I live foolish this too 
Yeah, I mean, she's amazing. That's an emotional but moment. I'm so in the wrong. It's always, always one that was always really hard to hear. That's amazing. Was yeah. your mom, uh, were your parents very supportive? Were they always there? Mm-hmm. I know your dad had ambitions to be an actor, but mm-hmm. so th- that's how yeah, it started. They does. were like, did they kind of put you in the limelight right away? My mom, yeah. My mom was, I think, father always supportive, but it really was my mom who was like, I'm going to take you three little kids to a commercial agent just because you're precocious and cute. And I think it could be. And my younger two siblings like immediately were like, nope. Then I was like, yeah, sure. I'll and, sell and you a she, milkshake. And she, and she was like, fine, you guys don't have to do it. Yeah. She, if you would have said no, she would have been done. Oh, and and did frequently too. Like wow. auditioned for like a year in town when I was really young. And I was like, this is boring. And we stopped. And then we moved to Big Bear. And then a movie shot up there. And they needed extras. And so like, and my older sister was working for the casting agent. So she's like, do you want to be in the movie? I was like, yeah. What movie? It's called A Pig's Tale. A Pig's Tale. With a young Andrew Keegan. Oh, wow. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, do you know Andrew Leeds by chance? He's I a groundling now. Don't. He's He was on, um, he was on, what was the mu- uh, uh, Infinite Playlist? Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. yeah. Mira yeah. and Mora. The Mor- Nora's, Nora's Nora, Mira? is that the one that's the new show the musical know. show right yeah Zo- Zoe's Zoe's thank you thank Zoe's you. Zoe's <laughs> but there's Nick and Nora write a playlist no oh, that's that was Nick a and Mira make a porno. make a porno but there's another playlist I think you're right oh shoot um Nick anyway and, Nick and anyway. Nora's playlist Zach and, and Mary make a porno there you go uh, um yes. but yeah so like and I was a camper and then got an agent back and was like yeah that's fun let's go and got some small jobs and got into the union and then was like I just want to go to high school yeah, acted in high school, thing. went to UCLA, did yeah, all the all the things. So you were just and you were taking singing classes and dance and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, you can. You're a good dancer. Um, with choreography, I can learn choreography well quickly. Yes. Could you do not that you will? But could you dancing with the stars and pretty much kill it? Ooh. And I, would you do I it? I think I could do well. I w- I don't think I'd do it. No. Yeah. Why not? Um, I like being known for making something not not being me i agree with you i agree with you i i don't mind being a host of uh-huh. something yep i don't mind like there's uh, i may do this thing where i'm sort of like a host on the road doing something you're shining a light on work that you like yeah like interesting things yes that's different yes but like and now michael rosenbaum will do the Yes. What, what, one step, two steps. It's What's why about? I don't do stand up. I don't think I like I, I don't I don't have the connection or the drive or that I don't feel fed by me going like, you know what I think about Paul, what anything. <laughs> right, right. Um, that doesn't. But but, you know, I saw Batman when I was seven years old. Michael Keaton. Yes. Yeah, of course. The and him, well, Kevin Connelly. him draw the, the muggers are looking through the wallet and he drops down behind the smoke. And I was like, magic is real. And I want to be involved in making things that don't exist feel real and then later feel funny, feel magical, feel emotional. Um, so I like that. So right. but 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 I I loathe to ever assume anybody knows who I am, cares who I am or or have any entitlement about you want to play status. characters. I would I love to I love to act. I love to perform. I love to tell stories. Um, I love to make people laugh. But not like by just cracking jokes as Taryn. I like, I like, you don't like while you're out with people to start telling, you don't like tell jokes to people. I do, I like laughing with friends. Yeah, tell I jokes. don't like occupying a conversation. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't 
care to be the center. I want to share in something. I want to share in something. I don't want to. I I don't have that. And 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 obviously, like I grapple with the hypocrisy of like, yeah, you don't want any attention, <laughs> Darren, right, no, right, in right. your twenty years of professional television and film <laughs> performing. But yeah, there 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 is. I don't know. I have my own weird definition of like. There's a skill set that I have honed and worked on and have opinions on, have tricks on and feel things that work and don't work and voice, speech, movement, character, physicality, set design, props, hair, makeup, all the magic of that. These are real trades to me. I feel like you can argue for those. Um, Being a celebrity doesn't i is there's no attractiveness for me i understand the appeal of it and and there are celebrities that i love right but for me i th- that's not a want i have for myself did you want to be famous yes because i'm glad you said that because, go ahead but why i want the oppor- the professional opportunity that comes from that the, the good I work. don't need the free tickets or restaurant reservations or people on the street but I do want director I respect and love thinking of me because of the work he's seen and going like he's he's going to be uh, God, I wish it, I could get work with him. But why not have both? Why not? Because I don't think you can have one without. Well, the other. I think uh, I love character work. I love mm-hmm. jumping into a character. I love diving deep and all that stuff. I trained and I did all that. But I, I don't when somebody comes up and says. Oh, yeah, dude. Hey, I love your work. Now, I know you, that's not yes. exactly right. But when you said the free tickets, I take advantage of that. If somebody wants to give me free passes to Disney World with my friends and family, yes. a $20,000 free trip, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. If somebody wants to fly me to Europe for free to make, you know, to come to a, a restaurant and say hello to a few, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm a whore like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that to, because I feel like, wow, this may go away tomorrow. Totally. So- yeah, I, and I'm also a bit of a ham. I like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, it, like for me, I used the status that I'd achieved through my career right. to become a Club 33 member, right? Ah, like, like, Disneyland. Like that, but that is like, I also like have to pay for it. Right, right. There's an earned thing about it. And, and listen, that's not to say that, you know, I've never... I've never benefited from the free stuff, but that is by no means the drive for me whatsoever. It's right, very low. And and quite honestly, I still do. If I'm given a free Mexico vacation, there has never been a better tipper in all of, of course, in all of history. Of course. You know what I mean? Because yes. like, um, yeah, yeah, that's just that's, well, that's just, just a good person. All right. <laughs> that's just a good man, <laughs> a good human being. I never understood. I, I've always been a big tipper i've always yeah. wanted to go above and beyond i want people to yes uh just feel appreciated because they are and and again like to use your example of hey man i love your work on the street like there is nothing more flattering and i also have a very good comprehension that like you are the lifeblood you you coming up and saying i like that is the only reason i'm allowed to do what i love doing and live very privileged because of that but you you don't need it you don't have to have it no it's it's i don't i don't walk out expecting it i don't you know Ah, what i mean and and that is a very different thing like that is someone who wants celebrity is like the entitlement of people should know the do you know who i am energy i am always i operate from a you probably don't know who i am 
Inside of You is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And, you know, Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. And it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. It's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. And that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle. And I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. Inside of you is brought to you by Neurohacker. Qualia Synaletic. I just sent some of this to my mother and she's starting to notice the differences mm-hmm. in herself. And, she, and because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and, and she couldn't think clearly. And, and, you know, and, and I, I was like, well, this stuff works for me. And what's great is I didn't even, they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this. Um, have you heard of Synaletics yet? Well, listen, it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago and they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging and helping to enhance your physical prime. Your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I use Qualia Senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello, sluggish mental and physical energy, hello, associated with that middle age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, qualia senolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. 
it's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. Uh, I feel uh, more focused, um, younger, I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic. Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, I, yeah. I, 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 I do too. I think that I, I forget all about it until yeah. someone says, hey, and I go, oh, and I snap out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I was that guy. Yeah. Totally. That's how I, I go to the mall. I'm hanging out with my friends. Yes. I want to go to the food court. I want to yeah. sit in the chair at Brookstone. Uh, you know, I, I, I just want to be a regular person. And sometimes people yeah. see me and it snaps me out of it, but I go right back into being me. Totally. I'm able to do that now. I think there was a part of me when I got more fame mm. that it was like, it was more, it was happening more often that yeah. it was hard. I, I was always recognized. I was bald. I stuck out like a sore <laughs> yeah, thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of like, I was always in it because people were always saying, talking to me. Yeah. So it's hard to go back into. What did you feel? Was there a distinct exist, like a distinction in the existence for you, like in Vancouver from June till March versus when you'd come home more or less than like, like traveling. I find when I'm in small towns is where people are like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. Small towns for sure. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver, yeah. It, it, it was really. Were they like used to it? Cause you're also up there so much and they're like, and I feel like at that point in Vancouver, that was like the jewel production, really. You and know what no I mean? One really, no one really bothered me. Yeah. yeah Every yeah. once in a while, somebody would say, hey. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it, I, I think that's what saved me and yeah. saved a lot of the actors on the show is that 10 months a year, we were away from everybody. Yeah. We yeah, were yeah. away from the Sunset Strip and the clubs and the all these things. I wasn't, I, I don't know what I'd do. I was a young guy and I was lost and yeah. I. You know, I I was, I was immature. I'm, I'm still immature. Uh, I don't know what I would have done. I, I think I'm responsible. I have a good head on my shoulders, but uh, I think it it was for the better. Yeah, I, I, I'm thankful that I was away doing yeah. those things. A distraction was good. Now I want to film, hopefully here, so I could have my home and my yeah, my yeah. doggy and my friends. I don't really want to leave. I'm dealing with that right now. It's like we film in Toronto. We yeah. feel like ooh Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hope Material isn't that good, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand. I understand. You, you're one of those guys who you want to create. You want to become a character. You want to. Uh, it's it's. You love what you do. You mm -hmm. love the craft. I could see that. Yeah. You love working. Yes. Do you think that your confidence level has? Because I I could answer this question, and that's why I asked this. Uh -huh. Because my feel like my confidence level has sort of lesson gone down a little bit over the years sure. as i get older and older i don't know why mm -hmm. because when i was young i was sort of that guy that we talked about earlier that comes up and's like hey what's going on yeah, yeah hey yeah. i don't care i'm here i'm gonna make it i'm, I'm a star yes yes um, and then something it's still that i could i could I'm approachable i'm but something uh i don't know if i just got tired of it right, or if i right. just got I don't know what it is. But. I think I know what you're saying, because, and I think my answer is yes. Um, I think my arrogant confidence has diminished significantly, and that's not to poo-poo that. I think arrogant confidence 
is necessary to handle the rejection, which is where you started yeah. to go like, no, I'm great. No, I'll do it fine. I'll, you know, I could I could do it better. I can, I'm the best one for that. There has to be some of that to do what we do. Yeah, there does. Like you're just in nature, in the nature of entertainment, the entertainment business of show, everybody who participates somewhere in some way and however they def- define it for themselves is like, I'm worth looking at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. worth listening to. So the air, like the similarly, like certainly through my 20s into my early 30s, the idea of like, I know how to do it best. Yep. That has gone away of now it's I know how to do it how I like. Might not be the right way. Might, might not be the most popular way. But where I have gained is just sort of like, like the earned confidence of repetition, right? Of just like, yeah, I've put in the reps, I've put in the time, I've, I, I know what it takes to do that. And it allows me to, it allows me to kind of like not get too upset about rejection, but mm-hmm. also to maybe not put myself out there where I would before, Yeah, which I think there's a downside to that. Because I'm certain that many jobs I went out for in my early career, I was like, like Mad TV is a great example. Like, I'm not going to get this. I don't deserve. And it worked. Or you meet the casting director who goes, I love you. Not this thing. But the next thing I bring you in, you know, that happened a lot for me. And now I'm just like, I have to drive where? Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, th- I wrote yeah. this down while you were talking. I was listening. Yes. But sometimes I will forget things. <laughs> I drew if I you. Don't. I drew a picture of you <laughs> and I want to share it with the audience. Um, no, it is. Uh, it's it's the difference between rejection, accepting rejection, being good at rejection and being good at failure. Mm. And that, that came up because I thought no one, I'm not going to say no one, but I am really great at when someone says no. I mean, it hurts a little bit. Like if a girl doesn't want to go out with me a second time, I'm like, we had a great date. I need to know why. What happened? I don't get crazy. I just kind of feel bad. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, ah, that kind of sucks. It happened. Yeah. Uh, Not that long ago. Um, (laughs) But but I could deal with rejection. Mm -hmm. When someone says, "Uh, I don't get a call back or I don't get the part, I let it go. I forget about it. Yeah. My mother doesn't. That's why I don't tell her anything. What happened to Private Ryan? (laughs) It was 30 years ago. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> and that, but but here's the difference. Failure hurts a little more. Because I, you know, when I do something and I put my heart into it and I feel like I've done the best I could and I think I'm pretty good mm. and I think everybody's good and, and then it airs and then it gets canceled after a couple of seasons. Mm. I think it's not that it, I don't, it, it just feels like, Oh, that was on me. That was on me. Mm. So maybe they maybe they don't want to see me as much. I wish I wish Sometimes for you I to let to let that go. I wish for you to you not dealt have that. with failure. You uh, had constantly. a show recently. So much single uh single parents, parents two, seasons, two seasons and then gone. Yeah. Yeah. People an audience didn't connect and it could be a million uh, it, things. It could be a million things. And it could be me, but the <laughs> friendships the friendships, the uh, the um, income, the the stability, the structure, the shooting in town, like you yeah. said, the doing a job with people I really liked, like across the board and it feeling like reasonable hours. Like there's so much thank goodness for those two years. And you also learn like, what about that scenario? Would I want to recreate? What would I not want to? And how do I 
you know, use that to make choices moving forward. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do hear what you're saying. And I'm I if I'm being completely honest, probably have felt similarly at times. But I'm at a place now, like with my children where I'm encouraging failure as much as possible, right? Because the oh god, yeah the the idea to do it right right away, or the idea to be good at it right away, or I'm not into it. I want my daughters to have exposure and have access to as many passions, skills, uh, subjects as possible. But to understand, it will take time, effort, putting in reps, putting in the hours to get better at it. Then nobody starts. Perfect, right? No, and and perfect is not a non-existent thing anyway. But nobody starts as a master of something. Yeah. You have to earn that, and you. There's no. I. I, I bet. Um. I'm, I'm a certain. I'm 100 confident. No one became a master without ever failing once. I, I agree. With and you. probably the masters failed more than anybody else, and just didn't let the idea that it was them get in their way. I think it took me a long time. I think I was lucky. In the sense that I started acting and immediately I was funny and people yeah. liked me and I started yeah. getting cast and everything and 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 things just took off. Yeah. And after I, we got that retainer. After we got that retainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, you know, it's funny because I remember my manager that day on on set. He goes, "Hey, I really think you should fix your teeth." I go, "Whoa, <laughs> what?" <laughs> he goes, "Listen, it's it's character. It's fine." Uh, you're a good looking guy. Your, your teeth are crooked. And I think if you straighten them out, you'll get leading roles. So I said, fuck it. Put wow. on a retainer. Six months later, I started getting lead roles. Boom. It worked. Wow. But that failure um, didn't happen till late. Mm. And then once I, I felt like I failed, like I can't do it. I hear it, what you're I, saying. Yeah. It, that I was, I, I, I wish I would have experienced more failure at a young age. Sure. Because I just didn't. I yeah. mean, a failure family failure <laughs> i mean you know tons of dysfunction tons of failure that matters you're not smart. Like a boatload. yeah you're not smart you're not this so maybe that was like you know felt like failure i was yeah, a failure yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe there's that but yes anyway that's interesting uh here here here's also um maybe a life hack maybe a cheat maybe a shortcut uh because because certainly i get down on my certainly i go like why is this not happening enough why is there not more of whatever uh, look around you, you know, like, like look around and, and look at the world <laughs> and immediately go like, oh, I'm so lucky. <laughs> I'm so, yeah, you have, I'm to so that. fortuitous. Yeah. I'm so lucky, yeah. you know, like that alone really sort of holds me in check. And that's really like, I feel that comes from Kobe, who's maybe the most grounded person I've ever met. She who's seems very, it. She like, she goes she in every really Wednesday. She goes and works at a soup kitchen just because she will, she does it every week. Oh my she, God. You know, like, and that's been her since i met her so it's that of like what really matter what's real what matters what will we remember I what is our rosebed on the yeah, deathbed think, kind yeah. of thing, you know <laughs> yeah yeah because i how many times do you see those instagram things or hear about yeah we interviewed five thousand old people on their deathbeds yeah, and here's yeah, yeah. the one thing they regret yeah i work too much yeah, 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 yeah. or i I didn't laugh enough. Or yeah. I didn't travel enough. I didn't get the Ed Burns part in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a callback for that. That's dope. I thought I was going to get it. And uh, Goodwill Hunting. Great. Yeah, I didn't get that. There's <laughs> Matt a lot Damon of, got it. There's a, he wrote it. No, it wasn't for that <laughs> no, part. No, but yeah. a, lot, a lot of big parts yeah, where yeah. I was like, oh my God, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. But yeah. you know, I, didn't, I, 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 I was always good with that, not getting parts. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is hmm. this is flying by and I really yeah. haven't even, I, I, I want to... 
are you do you have to leave i i eventually well eventually <laughs> I have a family I, yeah i mean i said um, an hour so we have like 10 minutes but maybe 15 yes yes yeah you're definitely. so I, I don't know what it is i just really like talking to you likewise this yes. is so easy this I, has kind of been in the works for a while too. i mean yeah I, and i'm so a, glad you emailed me back and said hey yeah yeah and you were like no. you did and yeah. uh then i saw you funny enough at uh, uh dave dumb Dus yeah his party i think it's kusak <laughs> I think it's Kusak. Dave Kusak. But we saw each other there, and you were with Kobe, yep. and you were dressed up as werewolves. Yeah, I was like a wolf man. She was a vampress. Vampress, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. awesome. And you're like, hey, it's Taryn. I'm I like, loved it. Oh my God, I don't recognize it. It's meant to be. It was the, the, one of that <laughs> serendipitous things. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I want to get just a little bit into SNL. That was, sure. a, that was a harder audition, right? Um, Yeah, it's probably the hardest audition I've ever done. How many times you go in? I had to do the test three times in front of Lauren yeah three times in front of Lauren yes sir. and how long does this take five minutes the actual audition itself yeah, yeah you don't want to go too far past between five and seven minutes I think is probably the ideal once you're over 10 minutes you know unless you're something super special it's kind of like right. you didn't get it um and what'd you do a lot of different things when he first saw me and he had come to the groundlings to see Nassim um because i think tina fey recommended her to lauren so he came to the sunday company we were performing there he came to a show he flew four of us out i did um i forget because of the three ones but I, I i always did at least two or three original pieces characters either like characters from sketches i did at groundlings or like dumb silly bits that i'd come up with and then i always tried to do more impressions just to show variety and show relevancy you what know, impressions like, did you did you do that the, the third time the third time god the third time was interesting i i, I think like i threw brad in there i maybe did michael sarah um, michael sarah quickly yeah. do sarah yeah. oh, it's so great just just a bunch of guys sort of sort of hanging out and just just pod, podding it up, pod, talking talk about about fanship and, and, and sort of what, what, what inspires you, I guess, I guess, at the end of the day. That's sort of the most important part, right? That's great. Okay. Yep. So you did Sarah. Um, at one point, I did Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget having phone sex with Paul Giamatti. Oh, my God. Um, what is that? Just like, okay, uh, I guess I put my hand on your thigh. Yes. More. Okay. Uh, I take it out. I spit on it. Uh, yes. Yes. I'll get you, Giamatti. Oh uh, my god. Something dumb like that. Oh um, my god. Like I, did, I think I did Seth Rogen at one point. I certainly did Jack Black at one point. Uh, I, did, I did Tom Hanks, which is like, well, you've got to be kidding me. It's not great, but you definitely <laughs> like get the essence it. of it. Did you um, think you were going to get it after that third audition? You're like, uh, well, I kind of after mad TV, cause I only did really like just over half of a season there. I was asked back, but like at a reduced thing and my reps were like, don't do it. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, why did I do that? And but they weren't paying you well there. No way. They were paying me $3,000 more a week than when I got SNL 10 years later. So I made more on mad TV Whoa. per week than than wow. what i started getting paid at snl you know that's crazy that's, you know uh quickly the yes. uh the um atkinson jebediah uh atkinson yeah, yeah 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 he introduced me to that oh cool and that is okay. fucking funny as that was, shit yeah that was fun to do i mean 
Good Lord. And of course, the sloppy swish like yeah, went Loki. viral and crazy. Yeah. The people who ever come up to you and say, can you do the sloppy swish? They like that. They That's do. a good one. Yes, yes, yes. People it's, like that. And they also, uh, we did, and this was not like on the show, but Robin was a musical guest and we recreated the call your girlfriend video yes, in our office. And that went viral. People really Fallon had that. you on, right? Did Maybe a couple of times. I don't yeah. think for that. I don't know. If, I don't know for that. But wow. Know. Do you but think of these fun. things a lot? I mean, on your own? Like, did they just come to you? Mokiki was me. Mokiki. Um, to be fair, like, doing the Robin thing was also actually Sarah Schneider, who ended up being head writer for a year, and then she created the other two, mm-hmm. which was really funny. If you haven't watched it, watch it. You created that with Chris Kelly. Sarah was the one, because I was obsessed with that song, and I would interrupt people, knowing that Robin was coming the following week, I'd go into people's offices and, like, turn the video on and be like how great is this dance party dance party and they'd be like we're trying to work it out of our office <laughs> but sarah's the one like you should just try to recreate that video in your office and i said i'm stealing that i'm doing it yes were you intimidated yes on SNL? every day <laughs> yes. did you feel intimidated snl for me it wasn't fun was it going in there every day sometimes sometimes it was the most fun it really was. And Mad TV helped me because going into SNL, like I would say the first two years, I knew to just like appreciate every day, sit in the pocket, do good work, put your best foot forward. And, you know, but understand this is, you know, there are seniors and you're a freshman and understand that um, SNL was really kind of the first time where I it made me a level of insecure I had not experienced before. Like I'd certainly ha- always had healthy insecurity but SNL for me and having done some work since I was off of it, I've sort of realized I cared so much what everybody thought of me wow. because I loved that job and I love that place. And, and everybody was so funny and so smart. And by the end of it, it put me in not it. I was not my best self in that. I was just really, um, it turned me into a pessimist and I would not have, describe myself that way before that job and, and it, it broke you down a little bit yeah yeah by the end of it by the end of it it was it was also like having to kid you know it's not it's not it's a young person's show it's a show that i think wants all of you and and kind of deserves all of you that's the best way to do it is that like you're there as much as you can be and you're available for everything. And then when on the off weeks, you're hanging out with everybody and you're planning trips to europe, Costa Rica, whatever you know you're bonding and I was I just, by nature, by having a child, by being, you know, having a fiance at that point, I was like a clock in, clock out kind of guy. And by the time my family moved out there, you know, for the first four seasons, I was flying back and forth. And so I'd be out there, I'd do the job. I could let it consume (sighs) me. And then I'd come back and there was some adjustment stuff that was tough. But then once my family was out there, it's like, I got to get to the winter concert. (laughs) I got to, I put so much time in this. My time is now more precious to me. Um... Which is, you know, which is true, but also like not true for the rest of the show. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a tricky thing. But the friends I made there, the experiences I had there, like I will never have a job as special or or that I have more pride about because it was the dream job. Like that is speaking about failure. Oh, my God. That's that is. And I think probably will forever be the biggest success of my life is setting out and going like, I have a shot at this. If I train and I put myself to be in the right place at the right time as often as possible, I have a good shot at it. And and and, and it you got worked. It. And it worked. Did were you in a sense relieved when they didn't renew your contract? Yes. 
you were like, good. Yes. Did they know you didn't want to come back? Yes. They knew. So it was a mutual thing. There was. It was still like messy and, you know, lacking of clarity or respect and all that. But it was not I was not taken by surprise by any means. Did Lauren call you and say, no, I just want to say that you were great. No, nothing like that. Nope. It's no. not in his nature to do that. Sometimes, but I think by that point, our relationship was a little, um, we just did not have that closeness at that point. Who is the funniest person on SNL at the time, in your opinion? At the time, the, the person I, who made me laugh the hardest that, when I was no. there, Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson. Mm-hmm. He cracked you up more than anybody. He, you know, he was on the cast for a year and then he wrote for the rest, basically the rest of the time I was there. And he and Zach Cannon, who he wrote a majority of stuff with and created, I think you should leave, made me laugh the hardest. The people, you know, yeah. Are you still close with sure. him? I don't. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I love him and and he's great. I'm very close with Bobby. I'm very close with Vanessa. Very close with Jay. Kind of like the class that I came in yeah. with. Yeah, that's who I'm. Um, you produced, scripted, directed, starred in the comic hitman film Killing Gunther. Yes. Which 2017? Yeah. I directed a movie where I starred, wrote, uh, all that directed, and I honestly thought I was going to die. Yeah. I was so exhausted. How did you get through that? Were you, do you remember being so tired that like, I, you couldn't finish it or you were fine? I mean, I didn't find that as much. Like the, the stamina I had for it, because I think like to get it made, I kind of had to be its biggest cheerleader and I had to be like, this is going to be great. It's going great. I love it. This is awesome. We'll do that. I'll, you know, it's just that sort of like, willpower like yes i can do this um but speaking to failure like that's certainly like i see that as a as a failure but a very noble one and a very informative one like the what i learned in that experience in that process as well as like how much fun i had making it and it you, actually you, was very fun for and me. you hired your friends you hired kobe your yeah. wife yeah i mean that's what it, and shot in vancouver her hometown i and, mean and unbelievable and got to work with arnold schwarzenegger who like i stand by that like if you watch the film from when he enters to the end like i go like no this is really funny i'm very proud of this that's all that matters yeah the same thing with mine i mean it just yeah. like it was one of those raunchy comedy sandler-esque comedy made for very little money yeah, 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 like eight hundred thousand dollars yeah i'm so proud of it. it's exactly what i wanted to make i shot yes. 100 pages in eight days i'm proud of myself incredible i really am and that's yeah that's how you should be and you got arnold schwarzenegger to be in your movie yeah. by the way inside of you is brought to you by neurohacker qualia Senolytic. Let me tell you something. If you haven't tried this, you are missing out. I just sent this to my mom. I have it. I use it. It's a product that I didn't, they weren't even my sponsor when I was using this. And I was like, wow, why do I have more focus or energy? Why do I feel better? Why do I feel different? It's because I take Qualia Synaletic, Neurohacker. Look, if someone would have told me, Ryan, that there are science-backed ingredients that could help me feel 15 years younger in a matter of months, I wouldn't have believed it, but uh, I tried Qualiacinolytic and the rest is history. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-aged feeling. 
Also known as zombie cells, they're old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells, much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant. Quiacinolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all the ingredients together. And Neurohacker Quiacinolytic has a 100-day money-back guarantee. Oh, I have, I have more energy. Uh, I feel younger. Uh, I'm more productive. I will tell you that. I'm more productive. And uh, I feel like I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic about my life. I definitely feel that. And uh, for me, the aches and pains are less lessened by this. So that is a real important thing for me. Help resist aging at the cellular level, folks. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside. Neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R. Neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Was he a nice guy? Yes. He was always cool. The most professional. He was never Fun short with you, like, enough, enough takes. No, and and never that way with any of the crew. And you could feel back to our conversation of like the person who walks up, like, hi, and the jitters and the nervousness. Everybody could not wait for him to be on set. And he was so generous. And so he's also such a pro. He's such a star that he kind of knows how to naturally go like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll do good it. to I'll see you. It. All right, good. Well, but also like, I love that. Yeah, it's a good one. The predator, if it bleeds. <laughs> okay, I'll see you around. I'll see you. Goodbye. You know, like, and do that. Yeah. And he's told you we're done, but you feel great about it. Yes. You know? um, he was in True Lies, of course, and my friend uh, Tom Arnold was with him, and uh, he showed up late to set. He showed up very late to set. He came in, and he's sitting in the car with Tom Arnold, I believe, and James Cameron comes up to him and goes, you're fucking, you fucked the whole day. You being fucking late, you're fucking me. You're fucking me. And he walked away, and Arnold goes, dude, what the fuck? Why didn't you beat the shit out of him? You don't let him talk to you like that? He goes, he was right. And that was it. Wow. He was right. Wow. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. That's, I love that he was really, 
good to you. He and, and was on time. That, if he was an asshole, that would have been made it torture, <laughs> right? Way, exactly. We did a lot of like I all of all our prep, and there was a lot of that. Most our most uh, focused prep went into his arrival and his his week right. with us, get and like dude, get him in, you get it. But he showed up with alts, his own like ideas for things. He was the best. Did he get paid a lot? Yes, a lot of money. Yes, probably half for, the budget for what we half were the budget. L- l- less than half, but <laughs> but enough, but money. more than. <laughs> uh, okay. When you met Kobe on uh-huh. How I Met Your Mother, you were doing how many episodes? I met her before, before that. Before that. I met her. I had shot a pilot about a month before she shot that pilot. Right. And my co-lead was a Canadian actor friend of hers, Paul Campbell. And she came to the taping of our show. And I was feeling very confident about its chances. And David Janelari was like, this yeah, is definitely going to happen. Old WB was like, this is great. It's my favorite of the season. Um, and then she and I met there, hung out at a birthday party a month later. And she's like, yeah, I'm starting this pilot next week myself. And I'm like, yeah, well, good luck with that. You know, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. one of the biggest shows yeah, nine years later. Um, and, and no, but we hit it off. Our first date was like the night after her pilot table read. Like we went out for a date it went very well. And she's like, I like you, but just know I'm going to focus on. Did you make the out pilot. the first night? We kissed the first night. You kid, it was a nice kiss. It was a really nice kiss. Yeah. Do you remember driving home going, I, I want to marry this girl? No. Or I really like this we girl. We were 22 when we met, but certainly, certainly jittery, excited, all the butterflies. Like a year into our relationship, I broke up with her. Only because I had like a young man freak out where I'm like, I can't be done. It. We all get I it. can't be done. I'm only 23, 24. This can't be it. I broke up with her for two days and, and 48 sad. hours less drove over to her house crying and going like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and that I was just, it. Well, I just promised her. I said, here's what I was. I didn't want to be done having sex with different people for the rest of my life. That's a stupid reason to break up. And I promise you, if I don't want to lose this, that because it feels too good, you know what I mean? I don't want to lose something because it feels too like it could be great forever. So if you give me a second chance, I will act like it's going to be forever and I won't look for the out or the other. And I will work on that. That is the most fucking honest (laughs) response that I just want to have sex with other people. And that was my reason. I had that and I lost the girl. Yeah, I had that where I I realized it, but it was too late. I remember calling her saying, I just I, I, I've been thinking about this and I just miss you so much. And 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 this is it. And and I'm an idiot. And I knew that I, I kept thinking about it. I missed her. Yeah. And then I tried to get back with her and she had gone back to her ex. <sighs> and then a shit storm happened for a year where it was just like, oh, no. uh, so it didn't work out. Yeah, now I'm she's sorry. married with two kids and I love her to death and we're really good friends. And okay. uh, she's an amazing human being, but I'm glad it worked out for you. I just, yeah, I kept the window short. I didn't, you, I didn't want it too long. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. too long. Beyond she's that. saying something else. <laughs> she's falling in love. All right. This is really quick. Okay. Shit talking with Taryn Killam. Great. These are my patrons. They're rapid fire. Great. They are the top tiers. Join patreon.com slash inside of you. You guys help the podcast more than you know. I appreciate you. Top tier. Super Sam. I was so excited when my son started watching Nature Cat and I heard your voice. Was that an SNL project? So many great SNL voices in that show. 
Thank you so much. I Where I have to go after this is a Nature Cat recording session. Really? Um, yeah, that's what I go to after this. I think uh, uh, David and Adam Rudman, who who are brothers that created the show, love SNL. And so they got SNL people to do it. Um, but it happened very organically. And, and it's such a great, sweet show that I'm very proud to Quickly be part of. Quickly the voice of Nature Cat. Tally-ho! Hi! I'm Fred, the house cat, or better known as Nature Cat! He could just pop in like that. I love it. Uh, Leanne, what do slash did you enjoy most about being on SNL? You've sort of said and Mad TV. Um, similar to both. I loved the access to the musical performances, which like watching from home wasn't ever necessarily my favorite thing. But if you can watch Prince from 15 feet away with like nobody else around you. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Michelle K, what's it like being born on April Fool's Day? Pretty good. I've only <laughs> been like fooled once and it wasn't that funny. I went to an arts high school and like all the drama kids thought they'd get me really good. So they created this this drama where my carpool, right, like my, my friend Sarah, who's like my buddy, my carpool, that she had been, got, gotten pregnant and was freaking out and didn't know and was in tears and sobbing and it was dramatic. And then they're like, I got you. Yeah, right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Raj, tell me about a skit idea you pitched at SNL you thought was so funny but never made it to rehearsal or air. I really love Chatting Late uh, with Murray Head. Murray Head sings the song One Night in yes, Bangkok. One Night in Bangkok. Yep. And so this was a talk show where Murray Head was the Johnny Carson and it turned out that that's not him singing. That's just how he always talks. So he'd be like, hello, my guest is Mike Rosenbaum. And I'm going to say it's very nice to be here. I love your house <laughs> and all the paraphernalia is enjoyable to look at. <laughs> We're chatting late with furry heads, so sit back. Michael, you played Lex Luthor. You had to shake your head. That was a big pain in the butt. Why did you do it? Did you use electric razors, or was it always with Gillette Slick? We're chatting late with... I get my kicks below the, above the waistline. Sunshine. Sunshine. Dude, I, 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 to me, absolutely fucking brilliant. To a lot of people, probably like, I don't get it. Yep. And I thought, Certainly. I think it's brilliant. We did it. It's so dress. obscure, but I love it. Thank you. We uh, did it at dress and the cue card guys were like, that's the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> I know. So I was like, that's all I need. The smart people. Like <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Dev Nixon, Taryn, any particular souvenir from your scrubs time? Ooh, no, not from scrubs, unfortunately, which is, which is shameful because Bill Lawrence uh, created the show that led to me meeting Kobe and I love Bill and now I just want to be on Ted Lasso. Uh, who doesn't? Uh, last but not least, Hamilton. Okay. How long did you do Hamilton? Three months. Three months. Why yeah. three months? Um, three months was supposed to do it six. We were moving from New York to LA at the end of summer. So I was going to do it from January in through the end of summer. And then Kobe got a play on Broadway, which was the best and what she'd been trying to achieve since we'd moved there three years earlier. And she got to do a Noel Coward play with Kevin Klein. And it was like, I was like, you have to do this, but, and we overlapped for about a month, which was great. Cause we had built in day dates, like between the matinee and show of Wednesday and the matinee and show of Saturday, we'd go on these dates. And it was like one of the most magical crossovers of personal professional for us ever. But our two children had no mom or dad for six nights of the week to tuck them in at night, you know? And so I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll duck out. So you told him, you gave him notice. I got yeah. it. And yep. they hired someone else and you helped them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought they brought back in uh uh Brian Darcy James. Brian James Darcy. Brian James Darcy. Thank you. Um, who had originally done it the public before Groff even. You did eight shows a week? Mm-hmm. 
were you exhausted? No, I was the king. So I was like, I did 10 minutes of stage time, you know, singing the same song but three you times. Loved it. It's, it was the most fulfilled and joyful experience ever. Really? Yeah. That's one that best. you'll never forget. Ever. And I, you do it again. In a, in a heartbeat. As soon as my girls are launched into the world, I think both Kobe and I would like to migrate back east and, and see if we can jump back in, if they'll have us again. But like I was, I was such an, I was so excited. I was such a fan about it that I would run to the other side of the stage when I was off stage and go up to like, they had a rehearsal room cause they'd like do a, a sing through for the understudies and swings. And I just like go up and listen. They're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I'm like, I just love being a part of the show. And so like they Jesus. gave me a, uh, an award when I left that said most social king. <laughs> You're an anomaly. Yeah, you yeah. are an anomaly. <laughs> What's next? Anything? Um, I'm working on the pylon for Prime Video. Every Wednesday we do a comedy show about this week in football, which is, I'm loving. And we do it every week. And it's to promote Thursday Night Football on Prime. But wow, we're you know the lunatics are running the asylum and we're doing it we did a sondheim opening the other day this most recent episode is um my co-host sarah tiana we did so funny i love sarah she's the best i I will i definitely will um the women took over the nfl like all things female which was it's really good and funny and i'm proud of it and doing that and then i'm in a movie that comes out next may called River Wild. It's a remake of the Meryl Streep movie. Really? Yeah. The River Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it fun? It was really fun. We shot in Hungary and and um, Slovakia and Bosnia. Who's in it? Adam uh, Brody, Leighton Meester, myself. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. What's your thanks. handle? What's the Instagram handle? Uh, Instagram is at Tarzan No Z because that's how I tell people to spell my name. <laughs> Tarzan Nozy. Follow him. He's brilliant. He's, I can't thank you enough. This is, you already have. No, this is this, truly you. amazing. Oh, good. good. Uh, yeah, this is a joy. It was really a joy. Did you have fun, yeah. Ryan? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, so information. <laughs> oh I mean, I could have talked to you forever. This is the <laughs> yeah, long, same. this is the longest podcast I've done all year. And oh, it's an hour and 10. Oh, God. Sorry. You should be. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. What can you say? Love that guy. Truly enjoyed. I remember certain guests and I remember just his smile, mm-hmm. his energy, mm-hmm. uh, his natural ability to be funny without trying. Mm-hmm. Few possess that. Sharply dressed too. Yeah. Looks, what's the word? Swanky. Swanky. Really nice, Darren. You look yeah. really healthy. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And again, we couldn't do this without the top tier patrons who make the show possible. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash inside of you and also visit the inside of you online store for awesome merch, Smallville and inside of you merch. And, uh, may early May I'll be in Wales and then Tidewater, Virginia beach. And then a lot of more cons coming up throughout the year, but, uh, I'm also on the cameo. Check me out. Uh, I don't really promote cameo, but I'm on it. I get, I get requests. I get good ones too. I believe it. Yeah, I get good ones. Here are the shout outs. Top tier patrons. Love you. 
And uh, there are a lot of benefits to being a member. You get, you get boxes from me, personalized notes from me, uh, YouTube lives with me, with other patrons, Zooms. Um, you get your name shouted out. Uh, I hope that people are enjoying it. A lot of patrons, you, the top tiers especially, have stuck around for a long, long time. So I hope I'm doing something right. Here we go. Shout outs to these special people. Nancy D, Leah S, Little Lisa. Let me see if I could do radio voice. Mm. Nancy D, Leah S, Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E, Brian H, Nico P, Robert B, Jason W, Sophie M, Raj C, Joshua D. I just auditioned for Rick and Morty. Yeah. That'd be cool to get. That'd be fun. I can't tell you who I auditioned for. Huh? Joshua D, Jennifer N, Stacy L, Jamal F, Janelle B. Mike E. L. Don Supremo. 99 more. Santiago M. Tom Lally will get a free chicken dinner from Grandy's over on Green River Road if you could tell me this next song. <laughs> Grandy's was a restaurant. We In Indiana. Yeah. yeah, I got that. Chad W. Leanne P. Janine R. Maya P. Maddie S. Belinda N. Dave H. Sheila G. Brad D. Bra- uh, Ray. H. Correct. Tabitha. T. Tom. N. Liliana. A. Talia. I'm not, I don't remember. M. Correct. No. Betsy. D. Chad. D. L. W. Angel M. Rhiannon C. Corey K. Deb Nixon. Michelle A. Jeremy C. Brandy D. Jo- Joey M. Blank and Leah. Eugene. Correct. You I never said that. No, I did. Jesus. Corey. Yeah. Heather. L. Yes, you know Locklear. Jake. Uh, B. Megan T. Angela F. Mel S. Orlando C. Caroline R. Christine S. Eric H, Shane R, Andrew M, Tim L, Karina N, Amanda R, Jen B, Kevin E, Stephanie K, Jorel, Jam and J, Leanne J, Luna R, Cindy E, Mike F, Stone, Gossard, no Stone, Henge, correct Stone H, <laughs> Miss S, Brian L, Katie B, Aaron R, hello Aaron and Katie, Kendall L, House J, Meredith I, Charlene C, Kara C, Mary R. Sheena L, Jessica B, Kyle F, Marisol P, Estevan G, Kaylee J, Megan K, Mickey L, and Brian A. Love you guys. Thank you for listening today. Couldn't do it without you. And uh, from Michael Rosen, I'm here in the Hollywood Hills of California. I'm also Ryan Tez. I'm here too. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Ryan, say it. Uh, uh, um, yep, there it is. Be good to yourselves. Be good to yourself. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.